0: Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast, season two. Foxes and Fowl is the campus ministry of the United Church of Canada at the University of British Columbia. We are committed to exploring the ways that God is at work in us and others for the healing and renewal of the world. We believe that God has called us to live in a particular way in this world, the way of Jesus. To help us do that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take a break from our usual pattern of longer interviews and dive into St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians together, one little step at a time. We hope you'll join us on the way.
1: Hey, I'm Aaron. Welcome back to the Foxes and Fowl podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we make our way through St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. So far we've heard that we are saints. We are holy to God, not because of what we've done, but because of what God's done. We've heard that it's God's good pleasure to bless us with every spiritual blessing heaven has to offer. Paul's told us that we are chosen by God, not because we've earned that choice, but because God delights in us and has always delighted in us. And in that delight, we have been adopted into God's beautiful and diverse family. We're part of God's family business now. We're called to represent God's way of love and justice and right relationship in the world. And in today's verse, verse 6, Paul reminds us that all this stuff about us, our holiness, our blessing, our chosenness, our adoption, All of it gets worked out in the very particular conditions of grace. All of it is, as Paul puts it, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved, that is, in Jesus. We're living to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. Grace is a word that gets used a lot in churches. It's an important word. It reminds us that there is nothing we can do to make God love us, and there's nothing we can do to make God not love us, because grace is getting something undeserved, unearned, unmerited. The key to diving deep into our relationship with God, receiving the spiritual abundance, putting on the God family name, is to realize That we're in on this stuff only because God desires it to be that way. Not just for us, but for all people. God wants you and me and, believe it or not, every person you come across to know his grace. It's very good news. I mean, there's a reason that the hymn Amazing Grace is so popular. We should feel a cosmic weight lifted off our shoulders. And yet, it's kind of a hard word, isn't it? I don't think I'm alone in wanting to earn what I get. Most of us have grown up in a culture that loves the myth that hard work and success invariably go hand in hand. In our jobs, our schooling, or acquiring more and fancier stuff than our neighbors, in our relationships, even in our churches, we're always in danger of assuming that it should be the same with God. Something given in pure grace can be hard to accept. Have you ever had someone, maybe a friend, give you something or do something for you that you really can't repay? Does that make you really happy or does it make you feel like you better get to work trying to even the score, impossible as it may be? And if you're more inclined towards the latter or something like that, then you know how hard grace really is. And there's another danger, which is that we can always begin to imagine that God's grace is a kind of -of get-out-of-jail-free card. If there's nothing I can do to make God love me more, and there's nothing I can do to make God love me less, then what difference does it make what I do at all? God's grace is unlimited, but if that's our attitude, then we really haven't understood what's going on at all. That's what the 20th century martyr Dietrich Bonhoeffer called cheap grace. But God's grace is costly not to us but to God this gift is given to us bestowed on us in the beloved we have access to it through Jesus through his faithfulness to us from beginning to end and then through it we have access to this in the beloved in whom we see how far God will go to love us to have us to heal us and make us whole God's grace does demand a kind of rearrangement of our expectations and our actions. And I don't mean demand in a kind of manipulative way, but when we find ourselves in the conditions of God's grace, we receive both freedom from all the stuff that binds and weighs us down, and we can't help but want to respond in praise. We live for the praise of God's glorious grace. And not just Sunday morning praise, every minute of every day praise. When we experience God's grace, we want more of God, more of what God wants. We wanna be part of the answer to the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, that God's kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. So my prayer today is that we might each have a fresh experience of God's grace, of God's delight, of God's blessing, just because God wants it that way and that we would have the desire and the courage to let that grace shape us as people who are eager to love God and to love the world that God loves with everything we've got. And may it be so. Amen. Thanks to the Foxes and Fowl team and to the Pacific Mountain region of the United Church of Canada for making this happen. Thanks to Davis Miller for the soundtrack. I hope you can join us next time. And until then, grace and peace.